Today on episode number 38 of Life After Sight Loss Radio, I've got a few ways for you to enjoy the holidays. everyone and welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. Whether you're new or returning, I'm glad that you're back because this week we're talking about ways to enjoy the holidays. With Christmas and everything coming up, we're going to talk about holidays and and how to enjoy them a little bit after losing your sight. Plus, I've got a great question about what happens if a sighted person is unsure of how to help you. And I've got a great tool for those of you who are students or studying or something like that and you want to learn and memorize and learn how to study. Got a great tool for you on that. But before we jump into all of that good stuff, I want to remind you that you can find today's show notes, which includes links, information, conversation, and more over at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 038. So hop on over there, check out the show notes, get the links to everything in this episode. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 038. So our question of the week is this. It's about what happens when a visually impaired person meets a sighted person and then that sighted person doesn't know what to do. So basically the question is, what do I do if a sighted person is unsure of how to help me? And the answer is very simple. You tell them what kind of help you need. And so basically that means you've got to know what kind of help you actually need. Because let's face it, sometimes one blind person needs more help than another or a different kind of help or something like that. So you need to be able to be honest about what kind of help you need. And you need to be able to be honest and say, you know what? I don't need any help. It's cool. I've known some people, (laughs) the sighted person gets offended because they're like, what do you mean you don't need help? You're blind. I'm here to help you. It's my charitable community service the day. It's like, no, I'm good. Thanks. Go help, you know, somebody else. But, you know, because it's okay to say you don't need help because if you're doing fine and you're independent in that moment, it's cool. But if you do need help, you need to know how to direct the sighted person. Like, you know, hey, don't grab me or whatever. Yeah. Could you just do this or could you tell me this? And just know what kind of help you need. So I think ultimately the point we're making in this question today isn't so much about the sighted person helping you. It's about learning what kind of help would be most helpful to you. And you're the only one who knows that, or at least you're the one who knows that the best. So take some time, figure out what would be most helpful. That way, if you do hit a situation with a sighted person, you'll know how to tell them the best. Hey, if you've got a question you'd like to ask me on the podcast and get answered, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com, or you can hit me up on Twitter at the Derek Daniel. Well, it's that time of year, especially here in the United States and many other countries. It's the holiday season. We just celebrated Thanksgiving here in the United States last week, and now it's time for some holidays. Now, of course, we have different holidays. We have Christmas, we have Hanukkah, we have Kwanzaa. We have lots of different holidays right around this time of year. And it's important to talk about this because after you lose your sight, holidays can be difficult. 
Holidays are supposed to be a time of joy and excitement, whether it's gift giving or spending time with family or decorating or whatever you do for your specific holiday. It's exciting and, you know, full of joy and happiness, but it can be difficult for some people. Imagine if you lost a loved one recently or if you've gone through sight loss or something like that. Holidays can be a bit traumatic. And it's one of those things where it's like, wow, how am I going to enjoy this? And so today I wanted to give just a few practical tips on enjoying the holidays. And some of these tips are just going to be somewhat basic, but it's a good time to stop and remember and think about, hey, this is a great time of year and I want to enjoy it the most that I can. Now, maybe you're not celebrating a holiday coming up this time of year. Maybe you're in another country or, you know, you just don't celebrate these holidays or whatever. This is good reminders for just any kind of celebration throughout the year, whether it's Christmas or some other time of year, whether it's maybe, I don't know, uh, President's Day or Fourth of July or whatever, you know, holidays in general. I'm ta- I might end up talking more about kind of December-y holidays here, but but this kind of applies all year long. So let's go ahead and jump into some of my suggestions for ways to enjoy the holidays. So the first tip I have for you is during the month of December, it's very cold. It might snow in your area, that sort of thing. I want to encourage you to go outside and enjoy it. Now, maybe you're in a hot climate and it doesn't snow, and maybe you're in a really cold climate and it snows all the time. Whatever it is, get outside and enjoy this time of year. Because especially if you have a season change, it can be a great time to maybe go outside and play with the kids in the snow. You can throw snowballs, you can build snowman, whatever it might be. Just take those times to go outside because all too often when you're visually impaired, you tend to stick inside. And especially if you're going through some sadness, depression, whatever, you really tend to stick inside. So I want to encourage you to take a moment, take a day and just say, okay, today I'm going to go outside. I may not fully think I'm going to enjoy it. I I may be cold. I mean, whatever, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to bundle up. I'm going to put on my long johns and, you know, my coat, my ugly hat. I'm going to go outside and I'm going to enjoy it. And so, you know, it might be difficult trust me, it it might be difficult, especially if it snows and all the bright white, you know, shining in your eyes, make sure you have your dark sunglasses on, but just get out there and enjoy it because it's a time of year, especially when the season change that you may not get any other time of year. So take a minute, bundle up with the scarf and the hat and the galoshes and whatever else you got to put on and go outside and enjoy yourself. Secondly, it is to stay involved with decoration. Look, I love Christmas decorations. My family, you know, we we love to put up the tree and we hang some lights and we do the stockings. You know, we love decorating the house inside and out. But it can be kind of difficult when you're visually impaired because you miss out on a lot of the decorations. So one tip I have for staying involved in decorations is to make sure decorations pass through your hands. Now, maybe not every decoration is going to, but Let's say, uh, for example, you're going to, you know, put the tree up, okay? So you got the tree up, you know, it's all fluffed or whatever. Now you're going to put lights or you're going to put decorations on it or, you know, hang things, whatever. Make sure that you touch the decorations if at all possible. So, for example, in my house, I get all of this stuff out and I pass it to my wife and kids and then they hang it on the tree. But that way, I know what is on the tree, for one, and then I can sort of relive those memories as it's like, oh, yeah, I remember you made this when you were two or this was our first Christmas decoration, or we bought these in that one place we went that one, you know, you can relive those memories because a lot of people will walk by the tree and say, oh, I remember that, and they'll just look at it. But since we can't do that, 
we want to touch the decorations. Same thing for stockings on the wall or maybe figurines you put up in your house or different things like that. Try to stay involved with all the decorations. That way, when somebody comments and says, oh, I remember that first Christmas you know, ornament or whatever, you can remember it because you touched it, you realize what it is. It doesn't matter how much vision you have. You It passed through your hands, so you remember to put it on the tree. You remember what it's like. You remember the memory, where you got it, whatever it is. You can remember it, and then you can go forward from there. So stay involved in decorations. Obviously, if you're not sure about plugging in lights and electricity, let somebody else do that. But stay involved in decorations. Even if it's a little like, oh, I'm sad because I can't see them, it's all right. Do your best to stay involved, and that way you can share those memories right along with everyone else. The third thing is to be a helper in the kitchen. Look, during holiday times, one of the big things we do is we cook, right? We cook big meals, we make certain desserts, we might make snacks or, you know, little treats or whatever. And a great way to always kind of get that enjoyment is to stay involved in the kitchen. You know, go and and help where you can. If you're having trouble measuring things, well, that's okay. You can always stir in a bowl. Uh, You know, maybe you want to stir the pot or whatever. You can gather things together. You can pour things into it. There's plenty of things you can do, especially uh, if you've just recently lost your sight and you're struggling with some of the particular things. There's plenty of stuff you can do. Plus, the cooking in the kitchen isn't just about the cooking. It's about the enjoying time together, laughing about that time when you dumped all the stuff on the floor, you know, whatever it is. And so you just enjoy that time. Remember, being visually impaired doesn't stop you from being part of something. It might slow you down in certain areas, and you'll have to learn that. And like I said, especially if it's recent sight loss, but it doesn't have to stop you from staying involved and being involved like in the kitchen. So go in there, help make the pie that your grandma always made, and relive those memories. And then when you eat the pie, you know that you took part in making it, and that can be a real self-esteem boost that you're looking for during the holidays. Next up on our list is to take time when you're sad. Now look, holidays can be full of joy and full of excitement, but as we mentioned, they can also be filled with some sadness and sorrow from time to time. And so I know I've mentioned some things like, hey, go outside and go do this and be involved decorations and blah, blah, blah. But look, we all get sad from time to time. So I want to encourage you to take some time. I don't mean take like eight weeks during holiday season, but say, take some time. Tell your loved ones, your spouse, your family, whatever, say, you know, I'm going to need uh, a, f- a few minutes or, hey, I'm going to take, you know, the next hour or so and I'm just going to, you know, feel this. And I don't mean you're going to go off and sulk and, you know, whatever. It's like when your family comes over and you go hide and run in the bedroom for like the whole afternoon. I don't mean that. I mean specific times during the season. Don't wait till your whole family's there to do it. But take some specific time. That way when your family does show up and you got to deal with crazy Uncle Joe, you're ready to go because you've taken time beforehand. Maybe this is a good attribute for all of us. Like it's good, something good for all of us to do, regardless whether we're sighted or blind. You know, take that time and just say, look, I'm feeling sad. Maybe your time is to listen to some music, maybe it's talking to someone, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's taking a nap, whatever it is, take your time and kind of just feel that for a little bit. And then when you come back around, come back out, you know, you're like, okay, it doesn't mean you're going to be happy and joyous the whole rest of the time. It just means you've taken some specific time to feel those feelings, go through what it is. And that way, whenever you do happen to feel something later on, you know that it's like, hey, my family will allow me 
that time. And maybe I don't have to take it right this second, but I know my family will allow it. And if you're a sighted supporter or family members listening to this, I encourage you to listen to your visually impaired person, you know, the the spouse, the kid, whatever. Listen to them and encourage them to take that time while also encouraging them to stay involved in other things. It's all about balance and you guys will figure it out. So take some time during the season to, you know, just be sad and work through some of those feelings. And finally, I want to encourage you to enjoy the holidays through the lens of the rest of your family. One time I got a comment on a YouTube video and it was a lady who said that she really enjoyed the decorations around Christmas. She used to love and go and drive around, look at lights on houses and and tree decorations and, and things like that. And it was really one of her highlights. And since she lost her sight and she's pretty much completely blind, it's very difficult now. But even while it's difficult, she loves and still goes, uh, loves to go with her family, with her kids, and they, you know, the joy that they have, like, look at this, it's so cool. And that's the kind of thing I want to encourage you to do. It's real easy to sulk and say, look, I'm going to get nothing out of this. I'm not even going, you know, and there are definitely times when I've done that. Like, I get all sad and depressed. I'm like, I'm not going, just go without me. But if you can just stop for a minute and say, look, I'm going to enjoy this with the rest of my family. When my kids are excited about the present they got, when my wife is so thrilled because dinner came out well, when what you know whatever it is, I'm going to enjoy that through them. I'm going to let their joy, let their happiness, let their excitement fuel me as well. And I know that's probably easier said than done, so don't get me wrong. But I think it's a good thing to remember that while we're feeling a bit sad, especially if we've recently lost our there are others who are maybe they're feeling that with us too but they're also excited especially the kids they're just is christmas or it's whatever and they're excited so be excited through them it's not a perfect fix i'm not saying you're like oh you're happy i'll magically be happy too it's not like that but if you can take the time to you know just enjoy it through them i know that like you know, when when uh, grandparents will see the grandkids opening presents, maybe the grandparents don't get a lot of presents anymore, but they just love seeing the grandkids do that. And that just thrills them. It's kind of a similar thing. So I encourage you enjoy the holidays, the decorations, the whatever. Enjoy it through your family members. And that way you're all sticking together and enjoying the holidays together. So there you go, my friends, five practical tips to help you enjoy the holidays. Look, it can be difficult, especially if you've recently lost your sight because you're remembering and thinking about all the things that you're not going to be able to enjoy. But if you can take a few minutes just to think about these things I've mentioned and maybe some others on ways that you can enjoy the holidays, I know that it will help you through this difficult time. Maybe find somebody to talk to, maybe uh, you know share with your family, but at the end of the day, enjoy these moments because regardless of whether you're sighted, visually impaired, or otherwise, these times can be so crucial because it can be family moments, memories that you're making, and I just know it'll be an awesome time if you'll take a few steps to enjoy the holiday season. So I've got a little tech tip for you guys today. If you're a student or somebody who's taking a class or you're studying for something, even if it's just on your own, one of the ways that I know a lot of people like to study is with flashcards. You know, when you think about it as a kid, you put the A on the front, the back is an apple or whatever. Maybe as you get older, you put some math problems or maybe you put a a definition of a word, something like that. Well, what can be so great about that is you, you can just go through them, you know, one right after the other. You can have somebody help you. 
you and just you can do it on your own or with some it doesn't matter. it's just really great ways to memorize things but when you're visually impaired flashcards can be terrible because it's like look you're holding that too far away or i can't see it or you know it's it's difficult or you always have to have somebody help you you always have to you can't do it on your own well i found a great site that i've been using and it's called cram.com c-r-a-m.com link in the show notes as well but basically it allows you to create your own flashcards and then you can go through them digitally Plus, they have an iOS app that will read the cards out loud to you. It's really accessible, and you can go through them. You can say, oh, I got that one right, I got that one wrong, and mark them. And it's been a great way for me as I've studied things and been able to learn. So if you're somebody in a situation where you're studying, where you're a student, whatever it is, check out cram.com. It's totally free to sign up for an account. And you can go ahead and make your own flashcards, and you can also search other people's flashcards. Maybe you're taking the same subject or the same class in college or whatever, and there's already flashcards made for you. So check it out, cram.com for students, people learning things. It's a great tool, and go check it out right now. As always, we want to end things today with our word of the week. Of course, the word of the week is just one word to help us think, to help us maybe start a conversation with somebody in our lives to keep us going in this, you know, discussion that we're having about being visually impaired. And our word of the week this week is generous. Now, you might think, oh, yeah, generous, of course, holiday season, you'll be more generous. But I want to take just a little bit different tack on it today. And I'm going to give you the meaning, as I always do, because I think it's important to have a definition. And so the meaning today is this, quote, showing a readiness to give more of something, such as money or time, than is strictly necessary or expected. Okay, let me give that to you again. I'm going to take that money and time out, and I just want to give you this definition. It says, quote, showing a readiness to give more of something, more of something, or maybe someone, than is strictly necessary or expected. Now, I want to focus on that word expected. Look, during the holiday season, if you've just gone through tragedy, maybe you lost a loved one, maybe you're going through sight loss, it's expected that you're going to probably have a difficult time, right? It's expected. People are like, oh yeah, he's sad today. She's upset today. That makes sense. Okay, it's it's definitely expected that they're going to be you know, a little upset. Okay, no problem. I totally understand. But here's the thing. If we can be generous with ourselves, generous with our emotions, generous with the little that we have to to give, you know, because sometimes when we're drained from just all this emotional turmoil, we don't have a lot to give. But if we can be generous with that, we can give more than expected, you know, than we should, quote, should be giving, then I think that will help us to keep moving forward through the holiday season. You know, say like, hey, I'm going to be generous with this 50% of energy I have left left. You know what? I'm going to give it all that I can to enjoy myself. I'm going to give it all that I can to enjoy, you know, this this decoration. I'm going to give all that I can. Look, all that you can might not be 100%. You might only have 75 to give because you're drained, you're tired, you're emotionally bankrupt. The bandwidth is just running out and it's it's normal that's expected. And and that's okay and understandable. Nobody's complaining about that. And it would be easy to just sit back and be like, "Look, I'm sad. I don't care." But if you'll take whatever you got left and give of that, you know, be generous with that, you know, play with your kids, laugh, 
in the kitchen, uh, hang up the lights on the front of the house and stand out in the cold on the ladder. Whatever, you you know, be careful on the ladder, obviously, whether you're sighted or blind, it doesn't matter. But if you can give all of that, I know that will make a huge difference, not only for your family, but I'm pretty sure for you as well. So be generous, not only with your money and your time, but with yourself as well. And that brings us close to the end of the podcast once again this week. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. And as we head out the door, just a couple of reminders. If you haven't gotten a chance to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that at the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 038. There are buttons right under the player, and you can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or if you're on an Android phone as well. So make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss another single episode. And hey, maybe you've got somebody this holiday season who's struggling a little bit and they need to hear this. Well, I encourage you to share this episode with them. Send them the link, tell them about it, bring it up on their phone, whatever you need to do, share it with them so that they can find encouragement as well and we can all keep moving forward during this season. And finally, guys, don't forget, I love, 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 love to hear from all of you. I recently heard from some folks who were recommending some apps, heard from somebody who was looking to get help from voiceover, and it's just great to connect with people. So hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact, and you can find all the ways to get in touch with me. I love connecting with all you guys, and I look forward to hearing from each one of you very, very soon. And that's going to wrap it up for me this week. Hey, I want to say a big thank you for listening to the show, for checking it out. I always, always appreciate it. Hey, don't forget that all the information provided in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thanks again for listening, guys. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name's Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.